Hello, people. My name is Show, and welcome to another episode of Game Things. Last week on August 10, Nintendo held a Splatoon 3 Direct, which covered lots of interesting details. So let's get right into it. If this is your first time hearing the game Splatoon, this is a game that was first released on the Wii U back in 2015. Splatoon is a third-person shooter where players are known as Inklings, where using ink weapons are possible in its kit form, as well as switching to swim form, or like to call it squid form, to maneuver comfortably throughout the platforms, setting up ambush and to get away from danger. We had Splatoon 2 released in 2017, the same year as the Nintendo Switch console. And now, five years later, Splatoon 3 is here, happening in the city central Splatsville. I highly suggest you watch the Splatoon 3 direct if haven't already, which we will provide the link down below in the description. Instead of going through each and every knickknacks, I will pick and choose the things that I believe you should absolutely know from the direct. With one of them being the turf war battles. Which is a four versus four mode, where two teams will go head on head to see which team can cover the majority of the map with their teams in color. Splatoon 3 will be getting a total of 12 maps at launch, and just to name a few: Scorch Gorge, Etil Alley, Minsmith Metalworks, Undertow Spillway, and Hagglefish Market. More stages are promised to come with post-launch updates, and the new maps will be available to all Splatoon 3 players for free. Some cool weapons were introduced here as well, like the Stringers, a bow with stringers strapped on it, and the Splatana Wiper, which works as a ranged, ink-splashing, swinging weapon. Special weapons can be unleashed once the gauge is filled up from inkling turf. And there are some new cool ones in Splatoon 3. The Tacticooler is one of them, act as a vending machine that gives a drink that boosts each player's move speed once consumed. The Wave Breaker, which can unleash a wave within its radius and mark any enemies within its wave and deal damage to them. And finally, the Reef Slider charges into a direction and splats. Dealing AOE damage to the enemies within its range. The biggest quality of life changes in Splatoon 3 would be players can finally find a match while practicing in the task range. Some other features include the ability to join the current ongoing game of your online friends via the 3D hologram appeared in your world. Joining your friends' party will also show the ready status of each player. And the feature calling out to your online friends to join your party with just a single hold button while you're in a party. Battle replace is also available for recent matches in Splatoon 3, with upload feature to save your game replay and perhaps share it to your friends. Next up, this is an interesting one: Splatoon Festival or Splatfest is a special event where the game is split into two halves. With the first half featuring a usual four versus four turf wars, and the second half where a tricolor turf wars of two versus four versus two will begin. With the team in the lead 
starting in the middle and the other two teams from each of the sides, meaning the middle team will have to defend their own platform while trying to fend off and take advantage of the other two teams from both sides. The first Splatfest of Splatoon 3 will be starting on 27th of August 2022, which is about two weeks before the game's official release. Players can now download the demo version of the game, Splatoon 3 Splatfest World Premiere, on the Nintendo Switch eShop. This free demo will be unlocked on 25th of August 2022, and players can then choose between Team Paper, Rock, or Scissors to participate in the event to test out the game for yourself. I will believe that a Nintendo Switch Online subscription is required to play the demo, as the game is still an online multiplayer mode, so make sure you have that subscription service made available as well. There are a lot more interesting aspects of the game, like the 1 vs 1 Table Turf Battle, a card game playable at the Table Turf Battle Dojo in Splatsville. There's also Salmon Run, where players fend off advancing Salmonids like what we already have from Splatoon 2, with one and hopefully more new types of bosses, the current one being known as Kozuna added into Splatoon 3. And finally, fingers crossed, a much better story mode, Return of the Mammalians, which will act as a stepping stone to help new players to get familiar with the game. With that being said, I hope that you are ready for Splatoon 3, which will be released on September 9, 2022. And now we move on to the Flash news. A new South Park game seemed to be in development confirmed by a short 7 seconds tease shown in the 55 minutes long live THQ Digital Showcase 2022. I am definitely excited for the next South Park game, albeit I have not played South Park The Fracture by the Hole, which is the second game into the series, but the first South Park, The Stick of Truth, was an amazing game that I believe anyone who believed to have a good sense of humor should play. The Stick of Truth probably took me more or less 12 hours to finish the game, so I believe it is very doable even for casual gamers out there. Anyhow, should there be further updates on the upcoming South Park game, be sure to follow and subscribe to GameTings as we will be sure to keep you updated. Speaking of games that you definitely should try, Squirrel with a Gun. Yes, that is supposedly the title of the game. There is already a trailer of the game, which we will be providing the link down below in the description. And of course, being a game that is still in development, there is no target release date as of now. However, players can now add the game to their wishlist on Steam, that way you will get notified whenever the game has its update. The next game here is a series known for its survival horror elements in the 90s, Alone in the Dark. Pieces Interactive will be the dev team to develop this game with the help from the writer of Amnesia, Dark Descent, as well as Soma. Both are also titles from the survival horror category. Considering the time frame of the release of this franchise, Alone in the Dark is considered the big brother of Resident Evil in which the latter was released in 1996 and is popularized with the success of PlayStation 1. 
You can check out Alone in the Dark's announcement trailer with the link provided in the description. Another gameplay trailer, also from the THQ Showcase 2022, SpongeBob SquarePants The Cosmic Shake. The game is said to be a single-player, platform-focused gameplay, all based on the Nickelodeon animated series SpongeBob SquarePants. Purple Lamp Studio will be the developing team for this game and we should see this game releasing on multiple platforms like the PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, as well as PC. Given that Purple Lamp Studio also developed the previous SpongeBob SquarePants title, Battle for Beginning Bottom Rehydrated, I think it is safe to assume that they know what makes this game fun for their player base. And boy oh boy am I spending more time than I think I would in this game lately. Tower of Fantasy is a new free-to-play open-world MMORPG developed by Hoda Studio, a subsidiary of Perfect World, and the game had its global launch on August 11, 2022. The game is now available on App Store, Google Play Store, as well as PC via its own client, with the Steam and Epic Game Store version of the game currently being developed and is targeting a Q4 2022 release window. And since I've already been playing this game for a little while, I do have some things that I would like to share. The character customization in this game is quite versatile, and people are already making their favorite anime characters in the game. As for the game itself, I've not tried the PvP in this game, however, if you are a fan of MMORPG, definitely give this a try. And being an MMORPG, know that you cannot pause the game. I don't know why, but I've seen this comment where this player is complaining about not being able to pause the game while he pull out the map. Like, huh? <laughs> and because this game is developed for both the mobile platform as well as for PC, the developers kind of have to juggle between the two platforms and it is not as simple as a just mobile game and it is also not as complex as a PC only MMORPG where you have like skills to cast from Q to P, 1 to 0, and F1 to F12. Yeah. Anyhow, I digress. Um, some important things to know before you start playing the game. Characters you create are only available in a server you have selected. Say you have chose to play in the Asia-Pacific region, and by selecting any of the server in that region, your character and progress is tied to that server. It will be safe to assume that your in-game purchases will also be the same as each character created has its own unique UID. On the other hand, the main story quest is time-gated, based on the creation of the character in the server is what I believe and the subsequent main story quest will be released upon the daily reset. Not just that, your maximum level is also capped based on how many days you have played the game. On your first day of adventure, you cannot go past level 18. On day 2, it will be level 24. And the rest, I will just provide you the link to the Reddit page posted by the user Desu Snow. Basically, how I understand that is that 
the earlier you start playing this game, the better, even if you don't plan to play a lot. But just in case, on a random day you get that feeling to grind the game all day, at least you have the option to do so. Moving on. To those who are dominating their games playing the Nintendo Switch Sports and is craving for a challenge, well, lucky you. Iconic Wii Sports legend Mimet is now available on Switch Sports for those who are up for the challenge. According to this tweet from Nintendo of America, you can challenge Matt by entering this combination of buttons on the difficulty selection screen of the game. They are either ZR plus R plus A or ZL plus K plus right direction button. Coming to the final piece of Flash news, for those who are preparing for the release of God of War Ragnarok on November 9, 2022, there is now a story cap video of the previous God of War title to help freshen up your memory on the journey of Kratos and Atreus. Felicia Day is in this video, accompanied by one of the in-game characters, smartest man alive, Mimir, both will get you through the story in the best way they can. Link provided down below. And now we come to the game releases for this week. Consider checking out this sports third-person Max Payne style action shooter. This time you're not Max Payne, but Tony Hawk. The game's combination of fluid movements and styles really added a flavor into the action shooter games that I believe many used to know. It is definitely a unique experience and that is why Roller Drome is one of the, our game suggestions to try out this week. Roller Drome is released on the PlayStation 4 and 5, as well as PC, both Steam and Epic Games Store, all on 16th of August 2022. Next game is a, well, dare I say, Super Mario Party, but this time we replace Mario with Kirby. Kirby's Dream Buffet is a party game with, you guessed it, party games. If you have a group of friends whom you play party games with or tabletops, maybe this will be a new entry to your list of games. Kirby's Dream Buffet is out for the Nintendo Switch on 17th of August 2022. Up next, Curse to Golf is where sports in this case, golf meets dungeon crawler. With insane hazards ahead, players will strive to become a golfing legend by pushing through the obstacles ahead with their creative shots. There is a demo available for players to test out the game before purchasing, so definitely give it a chance. Curse to Golf is out on the PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One, Series X and Series S, Nintendo Switch, as well as PC, both Steam and Epic Games Store, all on 18th of August 2022. And finally, Timesia is a Souls-like game that shares some resemblance to Bloodborne in terms of theme and the fast-paced combat of Sekiro Shadow Dies twice. In Timesia, players will play as Corvus, who will begin his journey to collect and assemble the truth 
in which are embedded in the memories Carver's left scattered all across the disease world. By wielding the power of disease, Carver's prey upon the enemies who are the catastrophic consequences and devastating results of the alchemy gone wild in the kingdom of Hermes. Thymesia is out for the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and Series S, Nintendo Switch, as well as Steam on PC, all on 18th of August, 2022. As for our weekly freebies, not so much on for game, but a boomboxer content pack for Rumbleverse is now free to claim starting 18th of August, and the offer lasts until August 25th. And if you care enough, there is a serial code event from Pokemon in which, if you are a fan of Ash's team, you can get yourself a Dracovish by using the code shown on the screen and will also be provided in the description down below. This code is for Pokemon Sword and Shield and the Dracovish code will only last until 25th of August for you to claim. The serial code event starts 11th of August and will end on September 30th, 2022. More codes is to come, so we will give it a mention in each of our video when a new one is made available. And that marks the end of this week's Game Teens. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and if you do, consider liking this video, and also subscribe if you haven't already so that you won't be missing our next video.